What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Refill Studio. As always, let's refill to 99 like we always do with your cans because we are ready for our next set and welcoming our next set of special guests over. So um, I have the pleasure and honor to welcome Frost and Sinister uh, to the Refill Studio today. And just a brief intro for both of them. Uh, Frost has quite a few uh, T10 Plus titles, including uh, first place, I believe, in the Raise the Curtains Part 2 event, as well as very recently, first place in the Little Rose Harmony event. Uh, where Sinister, um, he has top 10, um, I believe, in the Have a Good Halloween event, and second place in the most recent little rose harmony event so both of you thank you for taking the time to join the refill studio today thank you for having us phil and thank you frost for inviting me along with him yeah thank you for inviting us uh, yeah. also you guys are refilling to 99 i'm only refilling to 90. <laughs> <laughs> well it's only the one one and only set so might as well fill the 99 right just to make things easier <laughs> Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to your intros for either of you? Is there anything I missed or anything you want to add? Uh, I think you missed both of our from the past um, T10s as well. Okay. Nice. We, we both have, I have, I have sixth place uh, from the past uh, top 10 and Frost has a fourth place, right Frost? Uh, yeah, I got the boat ticket for for the podium. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, you know, in a bit as well. Yeah. Okay. If you want to know more about my titles, you can see it in my Discord banner, actually. Okay. For <laughs> yeah, sure. I have the guts to flex my titles in my Discord banner. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. All right. Well, both of you again, thank you so much for joining. Um, and, you know, to start things off in the podcast, in the studio, we always ask our guests how they first got into um bang dream girls band party it's always really cool to hear the origin story so frost maybe we'll start with you how did you first hear about bang dream and how did you get right into it actually when i when i first uh heard of the game titled bang dream i, I thought it was a pretty stupid name to be honest <laughs> <laughs> and uh though back then uh i i'm i've already been playing rhythm games and catch games as well but I haven't tried playing one that is both at the same time. Mm. So uh, when my, uh, I had this friend, I met this friend in a convention, and then I saw her post her gacha pool in SNS. Then I got curious, like, yo, what, what game is this? And she mentioned, it's Bang Dream. So I thought, maybe, maybe I should give it a try. Then when I tried the game, then I found out that the controls isn't as confusing as other rhythm games. Uh, I used to play Love Live School Idol, School Idol Festival. However, I didn't really like how the notes go in a circular pattern. Like if mm. if you've played Love Live, you know what I'm saying, what I'm talking about. Like uh, instead of having a straight line where the notes go down, it goes to the different directions, and it kind of messes up my. Because I'm not used to that kind of rhythm game. I'm mm. used to uh, playing like Osomania or Auto Jam, where it's just notes falling down the screen. So Bang Dream was a really good game for me back then. So I got into it. Then I saw the covers. It has a lot of good anime covers, actually. Like I didn't expect like songs like Goren or 
uh, some Bakasu, and all the other anime covers. So that's how I really got into the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you make a very, very interesting point for us. I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I, I really did not appreciate like the circular kind of motions of of some rhythm games like Love Live. So um, yeah, Bang Dream was a lot more, uh, in my sense, was also a lot more comforting as well to be like a yeah, more like a it's, vertical. It's simple and it's interesting at the same time, mm-hmm. even though it's it has a simple layout. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Thanks to thanks to your friend. Uh, uh, shout out to your friend who helped you introduce <laughs> you to Bang Dream. That's always nice to have. Um, yeah, and, and, and Sinister, what about you? How did how did you get into Bang Dream? Okay, so for me, um, a lot of people think I've been playing the game for a long time, but I only mm. started last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> last year, January, I started with Happy New Year Dreams, the Aqua Banner, I think it was. Um, I was an anime-only fan for a long time. Actually, the first time I heard any Bang Dream song, my friend and me were setting up a YouTube playlist together, mm-hmm. and he was a he was really into Bang Dream at the, at the time, and he actually started playing the game as soon as it was released as well. And he put uh, Legendary from Roselia on the playlist, and I really loved the song. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, yeah, there's an anime for this. You should watch it. And I did. Um, but I, I love the anime all the way through to last year, and I really didn't want to get into gacha games because I really, really despise gacha in general or loot boxing systems or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I eventually caved and I, I started playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was where it started. It was that, that's pretty much how it started for me, though. Yeah. So, so, so when you got when you heard when you heard the song "Legendary," you knew. What, did you know it was an anime opening of like Vanguard or like it was just yes, like yes. just by I, chance? Yeah. I knew it was COD, COD Fight Vanguard. Well, I, I, I looked it up because I actually have a, a Excel spreadsheet where I keep track of the songs on my playlist. I'm very serious about my anime music playlist, by the way. Um, and I, I put the animes as well uh, next to it, and I found out it was from COD Fight Vanguard. But uh, he told me yeah, the, the, the band that does that has their own anime, and that's how I found Ah, yeah, yeah, well... Well, that's that's really cool. I, I back in the day, I was also a little bit of like a, a anime like song junkie as well. Like I, I would kind of memorize what anime like they would the the song would come from, even though I don't watch the anime per se. So it was like really funny to see. And yeah, I think I was like similar. I first heard about Roselia through Cardfight Vanguard with when they did the ending with uh, Heroic Advent, but I never really connected the dots until much later when I got it. Actually, already got into Bang Dream. So. <laughs> that was uh it, it's pretty it's pretty cool so um yeah honestly both of you great fun origin stories to hear very different but uh regardless we're all here playing this game um a really fun game now getting into bang dream you also have to have like a sort of affiliation or a like towards like a particular aspect or uh, of the uh, of the franchise and and sinister I, I don't know if right away you you knew that your favorite character uh was going to be roca and maybe and maybe talk a little bit more about that like did that was that always like the the your your favorite the star or did like your favorite character or favorite band change from when you first started uh, my favorite for a lot for a while was definitely um, uh, Kasumi, mm-hmm. um, but obviously then then Kasumi's fan girl came along, and that's that's when I really found the person who I liked. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and but, you know um, what, what? What exactly? Because I know you've tiered a lot of Roka events. So what exactly about Roka did you find like so 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 appealing and such? Uh, I feel like our personalities is very similar. I also like to support people a lot. Mm. Um, 
I've I also when I was in school, I used to take my bass guitar with me every day to school and every day during um during lunch instead of having I would like just quickly eat and then pick up my guitar and practice for mm. literally any, even off periods, go to the music room, still practice bass guitar. Um, so I, I just find some of the like the episode where she kept on repeating exposed burnout like in a room like over and over again. I really re- related to that part. Oh, wow, that's that's very neat for sure. Good. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and, and I know again, both of you ended up tearing RAS events together, which is really cool. Um, Frost, what about you? How did you like? Did your I, I imagine your favorite band wasn't RAS at the start because they didn't exist. But but how did how did that uh, that change? Like maybe like wh- how did you first like what was your favorite band or character to start, and how did that eventually turn into becoming a, a big grass fan like you are right now? Ah oh, okay. So initially, my favorite band was Afterglow mm-hmm. because uh, I'm into rock songs, and the only choices I have would be either Ocelia or Afterglow. Then uh, I read the band stories, and I could kind of more of relate to afterglow stories which is just childhood friends hanging around each other and uh vibing with each other as long as they can produce their music they're fine with whatever happens it's a modori mm-hmm. so that's why i really like afterglow back then also my favorite cover back then was sung by ayane sakura which is mm-hmm. i don't know there's just something about that song that really gets me when i listen to it back then mm-hmm. So I've been a huge AG fan back then. I think people from Popcorn would attest how huge of an AG fan I was back then. Like I had run PFP and I would own I would most likely only tier uh AG events back then. The f- then some time passed, uh I got burnt out. No, not really burnt out. Well, I've been on and off with Bandari mm-hmm. over the years. So after my first tier, high tier experience, I got kind of tired of the game because I felt like uh, I don't have anything to do anymore. I got this title, I got this title, and so and so. Like, what else am I supposed to do? So I kind of left the game and focused on other gacha games in the meantime until I watched the anime season three, which is which was highly focused on RAS. So, I don't know. I, I felt like during these years, I also had kind of shifted up. I also kind of had a shift in my personality, wherein at first, I'm fine with the childhood friends just, you know, vibing with each other like that. Then there comes there came a time where, I don't know, I really like the vibe of Grass as a band. Like, they are this uh, very talented individuals uh, assembled by this uh leader who personally do not have the skills that is needed to do her own goals so i don't know uh there's just something about uh this group of really cool and talented people that drew me in so i got interested in the band then i got to watch their live shows if you if you've seen any RAS live shows, you you you'll understand when I say that their live shows are really crazy. <laughs> all all the band members are really wild, especially when they do their introductions, their solos, everything everything about the live sh- their live show is wild. 
Yeah, I agree with, I really... with them on the live shows. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Russ's live shows. That's one of the big parts of Russ that gets me as well. It, it's, it, I don't know. It, it feels really. It's like, uh, it's the vibe that I'm looking for when I watch for a live show personally. Because I'm not really big into the idol stuff. Yeah, I like the high hype, wild, and that kind of energy when I'm watching a live show. So. All the all of these stuff piled together, then I got into thinking. Oh, I'm I am a Rust fan now. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to the game, and uh, I remember back then, and I decided to get back to the game. Rust is still not yet on Yen server, mm -hmm. so I thought it's a good time to save and prepare for Rust events. <laughs> so I got back during BSP three, mm -hmm. then started. Uh, consistently tearing T1K and above since that point until today. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's what a, what a, what a great way to get, you know, kind of get back in the game rest, sort of like refueled your, your passion for the series. And I, I do agree the the live performances are definitely one of their best selling points. Um, I, I don't know if either of you, uh, seen them like, like physically live. Uh, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely that, crazy. That's, that's so that's one of my goals someday to watch it like live live for sure for sure oh, oh hopefully they'll come you know uh you know again we're all like different parts around the world so maybe they'll visit your area uh, in in the future um so i doubt well you never know guys you never know you never know so um or you can do obviously do a little bit of a uh, shilling uh, irl shilling to um to to see them in a in, in a different country but uh, regardless that's uh hopefully that's something that i i hope for the both of you to be able to to check off on your list to, to see them live um in person that would be um a huge thing for sure so i flew all the way to the uk for alter bridge i'll do it for for for, for us or poppy <laughs> yeah that's good that's good for sure um, so Frost, uh, you've briefly mentioned this already. So I want, maybe you could expand a little bit more on it, getting into tiering for the first time, because, you know, you, you mentioned after you did your, your first high tiering experience, it was, it was a bit difficult for you to get back into the game. Um, but maybe even before that, how did you first get into tiering? Because obviously tiering is a very niche kind of activity to do in bang dream so how did you first get into tiering and what was that first experience like okay so when i first played the game of course like everyone was i am super casual about it mm -hmm. like i didn't even care whatever title if i don't even get the title most of the events mm -hmm. like i just get the three stars and call it a day then uh since i was an ag fan the the first AG event back then was uh, six afterglow. Then I mm -hmm. I thought to myself, I'm gonna try quote unquote tiering for once. Then I ended up with uh, top five, top five thousand title, and <laughs> back then I was really proud of that top five thousand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I stopped playing. Uh, I stopped playing like I started playing casually again after that. Uh, then. The first versus live event was announced, which is the cooking class craziness, and it had Chugu in the event banner. As an EG fan, I thought maybe I'll try to play the game again and get 
some titles. And after spending some cans, I eventually managed to get into top 1,000. Then mm-hmm. I thought after that, I can do this. I can do this regularly. Maybe I can do this for all events that had AG character in the banner. So I went, I, since I had this goal, I wanted to optimize it. So I went to the internet to look for tips and what to do to maximize your gains or whatever. Then I got into Reddit, to the Reddit page of Bandori, and I saw a Discord server, which is the official Discord server now. So I joined the server and found, through that server, I found uh, a compilation of meta songs. And then the best thing that I discovered back then is discovering Bestory, mm-hmm. the team building tool. So when I, when I got that link, I'm like, bro, doing T1K is so achievable now <laughs> because the my team is being optimized automatically by the by Bestory website. So I don't need to do a lot of thinking. And from then on, I was I managed to do successive T1000. So. Mm. The next goal I had was to do a top 100. So I I have saved some cans and stars to prepare for my first top 100. And I thought it, it would be harder than it was. And my first event was Azure Shine Bright. Mm-hmm. Then from then on, I decided every run banner, I will go for top 100 and above. So the first event that really that really pushed my limit at first was Persona. Persona Top 100 because it it was the first competitive event that I had. Like, it's not really the podium or top 10 level competitive, but as a, mm-hmm. going from casual Top 1K to a competitive Top 100 was kind of a huge jump. Like, I, I wasn't used to grinding the same songs for several number of hours just to maintain my rank. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's a still event, so there's an extra stress of not knowing whether people are hoarding CPs or whether they've already used it and I don't, something like that. So CL is kind of a mind game to tier. Yeah. Then, yeah. So I think I'm going too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no worries, no worries. So, so again, just to kind of conclude on that, but you were able to get the Persona title, though, right? It was it was difficult, yeah, yeah. but you were able to get it. And then <laughs> I decided, since my goal, I have achieved a competitive one hundred. So the, naturally, the next goal is to go for a top ten and above, right? Yeah, yeah, for so sure. So at that point, I thought I'm gonna need people to room with me. So I made a tiering group uh, mm-hmm. specific to AG Afterglow tiers back then. Mm-hmm. So so that's I guess that's the point where I transitioned from uh, casual tiering to competitive. Hearing. Mm-hmm. And, and I imagine when you made that group, you already had a few people you kind of remembered from tearing with other people, probably in pub court, and and you probably like invited them into yeah, over. Yeah. yeah. Since since this is after Persona, I, I managed to uh, talk with other people who sh- who shared the same love for AJ back then. Mm-hmm. So I talked to them. Hey, I'm I'm making a tearing group for Afterglow events. Want to join? And back then, tiering groups aren't uh, aren't really event specific. Yeah. 
like you would have tiering groups for multiple events like SSM uh I, I don't know, I forgot the like other like A&I right like, like a lot, lot of different ones yeah yeah yeah. I, yeah so i made one for AG and eventually this uh our server merged with if you if you know bugs yes yes <laughs> so there, i remember it was be mentioned before in a previous podcast yeah, there used to be a beef between my server and Bugs. <laughs> Bugs was created kind of uh, like to spite me because its names, its name standed for better afterglow server. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was the afterglow server, then they have the better afterglow. Server. <laughs> eventually, we merged because I was getting tired of the game and I need uh, the people in my community to join mm-hmm. another one so that they have people to play with. So we have decided to merge, and there. That's mm-hmm. how bugs, the current bugs came to be. Well, that's a pretty pretty funny uh, origin story. I think I, I heard, uh, I forgot for who who was it, but someone mentioned um, creating, the be- creating the better Afterglow uh, server and mentioning uh, that. So that was uh, pretty funny to see how we could sort of connect the dots here, so... Um, but yeah, honestly, Frost, uh, that's a really good amount of experience that you got. Like, you know, it's just starting from like a casual perspective and then just suddenly, you know, coming in and look at you now. Right. So the, the thing is, I haven't even gotten into the point where I actually tried my first Titan plus run. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll talk about that very shortly. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk that, about that very just... shortly. Um, because I know both of you have some pretty, pretty amazing top tens that you want to share. Um, I'm going to quickly transition over to Sinister real quick before we do that. Um, because Sinister, okay. I think your perspective is very different because, you know, you hear Frost's perspective being like a boomer, like Bang Dream player. And you are, are much more newer into the game. So when you first got to, into the game yourself, Sinister, how how did you get into tiering? And, and, and how did that, I guess, perspective start for you? Okay, so to first to start off, I was in PubCord before I even started playing the game because I was I was I was I was discussing anime with people. I was really into anime, by the way. So okay. I, I was in there, but I never went into the, the actually the bandery chat. I was never in there. I was always talking with with about anime and stuff, right? Okay, so um, I tried to play a few tournament uh, events by my own, mm-hmm. but it was a it was very bad. Um, looking back, I just used like the in-game auto team thing most mm-hmm. of the time. Um, very bad. Most of the time, just like top 10Ks. or I think the best one I got at some stage was uh, T25K. And I went into PubCord to like brag a bit and think, oh, this is great. This is the first time I've ever had this. And at the time, Lang was like, because Lang was one of the, the first people, shout out to Lang, who... Um, <laughs> who actually got me to 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 you know do things properly uh they told me to use bestery and link the the good video and popcorn and whatever and i set up my bestery team and actually got t1k for my texture my design so that was Ooh. my first actual attempt at doing like a proper thing and that event was uh, very important to me because i photo- photography is one of my uh, favorite hobbies um so yeah that was one of my first events so i got that but then I think a few events after that uh, it would have been full swing Hello Happy Softball. And Lang was like, oh, but I'm going to try and T100 flameless that because I've never tried it and I want to see if I can do it. But you should come and match the titles with me. And I was like, I just started this game not too long ago. What do you mean <laughs> come and play 
Hello Happy Softball T100 with you. I just got my first T1K. What are you talking about? <laughs> she was like, no, it's fine. Okay, so time goes by. The night before, and I told her in popcorn, I'll, I'll do it, right? Mm-hmm. The night before, I'm like, okay, so what's happening? I didn't know, by the way, tiering service was a thing up until the night before the event started. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're, you're not on the tiering server. I'm like, no, what's a tiering server? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And she sent me a link and I joined. I'm like, okay. It's like, I think, when did I? Probably two hours or three hours before the event starts. I quickly read some rules and I'm like, okay. I guess this is how things are done. Then I tell show people my team. They're like, this is a trash team. It was like two stars and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is a problem. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up T100ing that event with extremely bad. Well, I took four star cards just to like not make people in the room angry because at that stage I was like, I'm new here. Mm-hmm. And even even though the two stars, people have told me to use the two stars and they'll be better. I'm like, no, I'm just going to use whatever this other band something i can't even remember what my team was <laughs> i should probably have a screenshot of it somewhere but it, it was not great for my ep it was probably good for the room um, and that's probably one of the first times ever where i started feeling like a mad person mm-hmm. uh, but yeah that was my my first tearing server experience at least Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, you could definitely see, right, to, to our listeners out there, how different everything started. Like when you first started getting to the game, when it first came out, right, it was mostly like pub core and a little bit of small like tiering clans here and there. But then like newer players, when they got into it, into tiering, it was all about the tiering servers that were already kind of being established and, and built. And, and, and Sinister, you, you joined one of um, one of those. And um, I, I imagine again, although it took a bit of time to learn the rules or like, you know, the quote unquote rules on how to move things efficiently. I'm sure you had a pretty good time in that first tiering yeah. server. So I just also want to say, I'm very sorry to the people. I can't remember who I roomed with on event start because I actually did. I don't know. I should have probably just sticked around and first see how people are doing, mm-hmm. but I immediately jumped into a room on event start and immediately trolled people in the lobby. And I'm very sorry for that. But luckily... <laughs> as you yeah yeah, sorry go ahead no 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 no, go ahead go ahead so as you've heard before on your on your podcast with um with blair and sprite um people have had a a very good experience with with that server and and people luckily didn't didn't take too harshly to me being really bad um Mm -hmm. but yeah it it was it was a really great starting server i would say i think most people that i've heard from really enjoyed that server so Exactly. And again, um, it is nerve wracking or a little bit, um, you know, it's it's different uh, when you're joining a tiering server, kind of have to understand the rules. But again, um, you know, especially for those who are new, uh, generally people are quite accommodating, trying to make sure everyone knows what they're doing before uh, they start. And of course, if there's any mistakes or if you need like any tips that people are always there to um, to encourage. It's great to see that sinister that you were able to you know, get that encouragement uh, even right off the bat, despite, you know, as you mentioned, uh, making a slight boo-boo at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good, good. So, um, again, thank you to both of you for sharing, like, a bit about how you first got into tiering. Now, of course, I imagine the parts that you want to talk about the most 
and the ones that you're most passionate about is your high rank tiering. So uh, we're going to take the time to talk about that and have you two share your stories on that. Uh, Frost, again, uh, going back to you, uh, you wanted to talk a little bit more about your first T10. Um, I also might want to add a few more myself about like some particular titles personally, but uh, why don't you first start things off of like talking about how you first got your first say T10 uh, title, which is obviously much bigger than a T100. So, so how did that all start? Okay, so first, uh, before I forget, <laughs> just one thing I noted that that is pretty interesting. When Sydney started doing T1K during my own texture, yeah, I think that's the event that I reinstalled the game. Oh, <laughs> that's the event where I just finished the anime. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just interesting that. Well, what it, a, what a coincidence, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so going back to uh, my first uh, T10 Plus experience. So, as I've mentioned before, I was on and off with the game. Then, when I got back, I th- I think I reinstalled... <laughs> I keep on uninstalling and reinstalling. Thing. I reinstalled the game back. Then, during uh, AG's uh, second band story, uh, mm-hmm. Tsunago Saramoyu. So, I reinstalled the game then... <laughs> Because before I got burned out from the game, before I uninstalled, I was already planning to go for uh, a podium for Tsunago with uh, Soft Goat. I don't know if uh, he's the current T1 holder of the Tsunago Soramoyu and mm. with uh, Wisp. However, things didn't go as planned. I think there was uh, some tearing drama during one of the events and Wisp retired after that event. And I was burnt out, so I didn't get to play the event at all. Well, I did play the event enough to get top 10,000 titles. Oh, <laughs> so no. Softgoat went for the top one. <laughs> I was actually memeing it because I, I, after getting back to the game, I roomed with uh, Tan Shen. Uh, Tan. So mm. he, he, he's the top two holder. And I was like, this is expectation this is really rela- reality when it's the top 10,000 the reality mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah so when i got back then uh, i was thinking i want to i want an event where i can just play however i want as much as i want i want to go as high as i can so i was looking at the next few events which involved ran because i'm still an eg fan back then mm-hmm. so the only ran banner that jp had like the only one was the cycling seasons event this is the mm-hmm. ran with glasses event so after this event there's literally no ran event for a long time so i had to tear that event so i went around co- tried to contact people on whose interest who might be interested in tearing the event and eventually i got uh i I was able to contact Michaela. Mm-hmm. So Michaela was someone who was also in my in the tiering group that I made that I have mentioned, the AG server that that I have made. Mm-hmm. So we 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 have talked before, and unfortunately, she's running with another T1 runner, which is Eugene. So back then. I didn't really want to compete that much. At the same time, Eugene didn't really want to comp- really compete, like compete, compete. So mm-hmm. we have decided that to make things fun, maybe we should do an internal competition. Mm-hmm. So we have agreed that either me or Eugene will get 
top one and top two, then Michaela will get the top three, and we announce it to everyone that, hey guys, we're gonna tier this event. We first announce it in bags because, you know, if there are AG fans who would like to tier the event, most likely it will come from the AG server. Mm-hmm. So we have we've announced it in the server that, okay, so we're the three of us are going for a podium and like that. So this was planned like a few months before because the event was in April. Uh, scheduled in April, and we've planned to tier the event like around, let's say, six months before. Mm-hmm. So around, I guess, September, October, we've already planned this out. We're trying to recruit people, we meet the server, stuff like that. Uh, the preparations for the for a podium run. <laughs> so back then, I, I'm I'm not I'm not really. Uh, inclined to spend much on the game because I don't know. I don't really like waiting that much. Fair. So my funds were limited. So I need to I need to control my gacha spendings. <laughs> and for all gambling addicts out there, you know how hard it is to control your gacha urges. <laughs> so Especially on a limited banner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Christmas comes. It's the limited AG Christmas banner, the baby afterglow. Mm. <laughs> I got. I, I told myself, okay, I'll, I'll only allow myself like maybe f- four ten pulls, maybe, and see what I get. Mm-hmm. I got Mocha in my within the thirty pulls. Wow. Then. Back then, I had uh, Persona Ran, Joker Ran, Persona Himari. Uh, I forgot the event. BITR. What's BITR? Uh, the Kokoro Tomoe event. Yeah, yeah. Beating in the Rain, yeah. Beating in the Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that event. And then uh, I also had the Mocha, which I said. So I had four over five of Optimal team, and I played the song, and I was like, Near the top 10 border in the song rankings. The song was Rumbling Memory. So I thought to myself, maybe I, maybe I can change the result. Maybe I can do mo- a, a bit more 10 pulls. Maybe I can get Chugumi. Yeah. So I pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled and pulled, and pulled until, <laughs> until I almost run out of my saving, of those stars that I have saved for the past few months. I uh, it came to a point where I was able to switch uh, devices because I I have depleted all my stars in the account. <laughs> so I went from Android to iPad at that at that point. Oh no! And then and then Black Friday comes, I buy all the packs again. Then I tried pulling again for two. <laughs> then on one daily, one daily pull, she suddenly appeared. Then suddenly I have optimal team. Then I tried playing the rumbling. Mem- I tried spamming rumbling member again, again, and again, and again, and again. And I don't know anything about song optimizations. Mm-hmm. So for those few gorillas out there, you know what song optimization is. This is like uh, tapping the notes like a few frames earlier or later than it is intended, so that it will fit more notes within the skill window. Mm-hmm. So I know nothing about that. However, there is this part in Rumbling Memory, I think the last note, wherein, I don't know, 
the the pattern just seems really junk to me that I usually grade that one skill note. I think that's what helped me beat the like the AP score, I think. I, I'm not sure really. But I was able to perform an accidental ops on my run and managed <laughs> to secure a top three song title. Wow. <laughs> so it was my first song title ever. And and I've never had a T one hundred song title, no T ten title, and that was my first one. That, that that's also the reason why I'm really inclined to pull for Tsuku because I've never had a song title before and I would really like to have at least one and it might be a T10 title as well. And coincidentally, Rumbling Memory is a fairly easy song since it's a 23 and I thought that's the only chance I would have at a T10 song. Yeah. Well, so some sacrifices were made. <laughs> some sacrifices and your gacha funds I'm were made, but... Uh... My funds for cycling seasons just to get the podium rumbling memory. So <laughs> after getting the song title, I went to Eugene and Michaela and I said, I, I, I might, we might need to change some plans here. <laughs> I'll probably have to drop my initial parking <laughs> goal. <laughs> I'm going to settle for podium. I'm going to settle for third now. <laughs> I don't want to compete anymore. <laughs> so That's- the event comes and it's my first ever tiering experience. Like, it was the first time I've tried playing for longer than 10, 12 hours. Like, mm-hmm. that. The, the initial, our initial run lasted for like 20 hours back then. So I wasn't really used to playing that hard. So, so there are times where I would just hallucinate and see some random... Oh, no lines in my vision and my 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 hands are just moving according to the colors that it sees in the screen stuff like that and yeah it was a really tiring experience especially it's like i mentioned before challenge live is more of a mind game event wherein Mm -hmm. you don't know how much actual ep everyone has unless you have someone tracking for you like in our case we had ipn back then and he's the mvp man he was able to track all the all the CP CP of the other runners and was mm-hmm. able to assure me like, yo, you're safe. There's no need to worry. You can relax, you can rest, you can sleep peacefully, stuff like that. So that's really important when you're planning to tier your CL event. Like have mm-hmm. someone who knows how to track CP. It will really alleviate some of the stress. I believe. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So back then, yeah. It was also I think since this is my first time high tiering, I am really stressed and I really want to get the title. And we, this is the event where we had a, a really good sniper. We had Tsai. I, I think Tsai was in your podcast before. Tsai, yes, no? yes, that's right. Yeah. So he was really i think he was new to the tiering scene didn't know anything about the servers he tried joining our server but based on the rules wherein uh the titan roster is reserved for the ones who came first we had to kick him out of the server so my friends are kind of helping him out to because i don't know they feel like he was unjustly kicked from the server stuff like that mm-hmm. so some people some of my friends are trying to help him out and i'm getting so like bro what are you doing why are you helping the and the person that's trying to snipe my spot like this is the time where i almost burned bridges just because of a freaking png 
And I, I, I don't know. Looking back, I feel like it's a very stupid thing to do. Like, your relationships aren't worth the the title. For also, me. That's her and to you as well. Sorry for chipping in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's her, not you as well. Sorry for chipping in here. <laughs> looking at how looking at how you snark people now. Hello. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that later. But yeah, back then, that was my mentality. The the most important thing to me back then was getting that podium, securing that podium title. That I don't know. It, it's kind of a stupid thing looking back now. So yeah, eventually, fortunately, I was able to manage to. I was able to get and secure the top three title, mm-hmm. and fortunately, my I am still friends with my friends, even though we had some trouble issues, sort of issues. Mm-hmm. I was able to mend those relationships. So that was my first tearing, tearing, high tearing experience, and after that. I I felt like I don't want to do anything. I had a podium song. I had a podium event title. What else do I want to do? Yeah. It's impo- I thought that it was impossible for me to aim for top one back then because, I don't know, for some reason, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was impossible. <laughs> so the only thing that interested me was griefing pubs. And I got banned from <laughs> Wait, wait, that's so toxic. What the heck? <laughs> what a Joker era right there. What is going I, I think, on there, Frost? I think, I think you, would, you would remember the... I don't know if you would remember the name Pub Villain, but oh, people wow. would name that a lot. Wow. I think wow. Uh, a pub court rule was made because of that. Like they would strike people who would use the name and grief pub, pubs because some people are following the lead of griefing pubs. <laughs> Come on, Frost. What are I, you I, doing? I, I, would, I, would, I would make a one star center on grand room and then i would drop fever and pick like teardrops or something like stuff like that because i don't know I just it's just the only thing that <laughs> kept the game interesting for me then eventually i had to drop that and drop the game as well because i found other things more interesting that's fair that's so, fair yeah. well well I, again you you mentioned uh throughout that part uh that journey uh you know again it, it was hearing the you know heads could get pretty hot and um, you know, it's it's a competition and, uh, you know, there's a lot of emotions going on. But it's good that at the end of the day, you're able to uh, to get your title uh, that you you wanted and also be able to still, you know, maintain the um, the, the friendships you had uh, before, despite, you know, the, the competition and such. So um, that, that, that's very good to hear. And, and Frost, uh, we're going to talk about some other uh, achievements, I, I guess, that you achieved with Cine soon. Uh, but I, I, as a personal thing, I just want to briefly ask you, just very briefly, um, because you, in your in your story, you mentioned how um, IPN was helping you with kind of calculating challenge live points and such and making sure that, um, you know, everything is good to go there. Uh, but that, as you know, was not the only one, only time he helped you get a get a, a title and a challenge live um <laughs> with uh days and topping and fun um can you, can you briefly tell me a little bit more about how <laughs> you decided to, to go for that okay so topping days was uh one of the events during the during my hiatus spirit like i literally yeah. didn't play any event before or after that event like i just played that event for some reason like uh why did i decide to trade that 
I think there was uh, there were people that in, uh, there were discussions going around in the service. I mean, like they're saying that oh, this this titan is very snipeable, something like that. And oh yeah, I was joking. I jokingly said like, what if I snipe this? What if I, what if I do this? <laughs> <laughs> and then these people went like, yo yo, go ahead, go ahead, snipe, 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 snipe. We'll help you. Go 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 go. <laughs> then uh, word came around that I'm trying to snipe. Then IPN reached out to me and the and the new like. Yo, are you also trying to snipe? Yeah, yeah. Are you also sniping? Yes, yes. Let's go. Let's go team up. Let's go room. <laughs> then we we would plan our games ahead. Like we would watch the Titan move. Like if they move, okay, let's move. Let's move. Let's move. But if the Titan sub, okay, let's move slower so that they won't notice that we're trying to snipe. <laughs> Stuff like that. Then we're gonna we we keep on we kept on hoarding CPs while IPN is calculating. Okay, they have less CPs than us, so we should be good. So let's burn at this. Let's burn all our CPs during this time, so they won't have time to react. Then that's what we did. Like on the very last day, all the CPs that we have, uh, we also tried to fake park back then. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, let's let's try fake parking so that they would think that we're already done. So more chance that they would not move. Okay, so we I parked that like I think four 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 stuff like that. Then IPN parked like four twenty six nine something like that. Mm-hmm. Then at the last thirteen hours of the event, like okay, time to burn, wake up, wake up, time to burn. And the last thirteen hours was like uh eleven, starting from eleven, going from eleven p.m. for me mm-hmm. to like uh to three p.m. Wait, was it 13? I can't count. <laughs> Maybe more than 13. Maybe more than 13 hours. But yeah, I started like 11 p.m. Going going from 11 p.m. Just spamming Little Busters because that's a CL song from ah, playing it. Little Busters from 11 p.m. up until like 11 a.m. Until we have already calculated that. Okay, even if they burn multi-live and burn CP, they won't catch up to us. Time to sleep. Yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. so that's, that's what they did. And <laughs> though... Fun thing back then is that I have like I have to go to work on the same day, mm-hmm. so I have to wake up at like three p.m. because I have to do my office stuff. Oh boy! Yeah, oh yeah. boy! That, yeah. that was a that was a fun sniping experience. It, it, it was it was really cool to see Frost because I was actually a part of the the server. Um, I was part of the server who was managed who was kind of like doing the event. Um, and the roster, and just to give you a bit of context, the roster actually was not full at all, but then there were some people who were in the server and were, you know, they were playing, right? They were playing and they were burning CP and they were in T10 and they kind of had some like thoughts of, oh, maybe this is doable, but like, clearly it wasn't very doable. Like I was kind of like, I was like the person that was like looking at who could possibly like enter the T10. So I noticed you. I noticed IPN as well. And I'm like, yeah, it, it looks like they're probably going to snipe. Um, but then like you you never know, right? You never know how it will go. So, you know, the, the, the T10 who kind of joined in super late last minute, I'm like, okay, well, how much CP do you have? One person was like, I have about like 5,000 CP. It's like not good on the last day. And then the other person had none. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, um, this might be really difficult for you two. And then what? The moment I saw you two like initial like Noom, I actually saw that immediately, and I told them you got to play like right now. And they're just like, yeah, we don't have resources. I think we'll just take the L here. <laughs> Although one person did actually had almost enough resources, but there was a third person yeah, I, that sniped. I remember this. Yeah, like 
there was also another one who sniped like on the very last yeah, hour. Yeah, like yeah, if you last if you minute. check the best Dory graph, you would see that there's like a tiny dot on the top ten, and that's the person who sniped last. Literally minute. last hour. <laughs> it was the last hour. It was devastating for the for that one guy because he joined like super late and like joined the rosters like halfway through. It was like okay, I'm gonna try, and then yeah, he just ran out last minute. It was it was devastating for him, but. Um, for the two of you, Frost uh, and IPN, um, I know though, that you know. Though I think that one guy was able to redeem himself in one of the recent. He did. Like, he, did. he did. He did. He got the podium he, yeah. in open school. Yeah, he got he got third in open school. Yeah. So yeah, so he he was able to redeem himself. But yeah, that was a bit. That was tough. That was tough. He he. I remember him after getting Bodie. He's like, I'm done. Like I'm retiring. And it's good that he was able to redeem himself and be like, okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. But again, it was really interesting and funny to see you two because we always like kind of knew that you were you you two were up to some funny business, but it's not like we could really do too much about it. <laughs> and I remember IPN on on Pubcord. He's like, "Well, like Phil was supposed to track like the the snipers. He was supposed to track us, but like I don't think he did a good job." I'm like, "Well, I mean, I tried my best, but it was not much I could really do when they didn't have resources, you know." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and IPN was also doing a great job on tracking everyone's exactly. seat in general. <laughs> so huge shout-outs to him. So that that was really fun. That was just like a personal thing I wanted to see here in your perspective. <laughs> um, but it's really cool to see that regardless, you're able to you know, kind of snatch that title that definitely was uh, you know pretty pretty obtainable. So um, good good research. Yeah, that's what, that's what's good. No. Good friends, good research, right? So yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah, yeah. good. And uh, also, also the experience of IPN really help oh yeah for sure just like giving you that guidance and yeah he's a he's a veteran guy so yeah if, if it was if, if i was just the only one going for it i would just have played like since day one i would i wouldn't even try high I'll, I'll just unga bunga play all, all the way stuff like that yeah yeah challenge lives are, are very difficult but um yeah uh sinister uh i know you've been kind of sitting there for a while Let, let's talk about your side because you adhered another very interesting event uh, coming in, which was have a good Halloween, um, which was a, um, a a very peculiar event um, because of various circumstances about the game. But tell me a little bit more about how you got into wanted to tier for that event and how did that experience go? So, well, first of all, as I said, I haven't been playing the game for very long. Yeah. Um, so I, I I had joined the Hello Happy uh, the Halloween Rockus Rockween server. Um, with no intention of of going for top 10, but I was definitely going to go for top 100, right? Mm-hmm. I was going to spend all my stars. doesn't matter how much. If I needed to spark, I would spark the card, and I was going to T100. That was my mm-hmm. original plans, right? But then I was playing and filling a lot during the Hello, ha- um, Hello Happy Summer mm-hmm. event, and I was on the server as well. And people were like, you, you've played so much, right? T100. I was like, no, I didn't spend a single resource this event because I'm saving everything for Rockoween. Everyone was like, okay, are you top 10-ing? And I'm like, no, I'm just top 100 and I'm going to spend everything on, on Gacha because I hate Gacha and I want to make sure I get my card. <laughs> and then everyone, uh, Vladimir, Lemon, Eric, Lang, and a bunch of people in that so I was like, no, you should go right now and ask uh, and ask ask for a place on the roster. I was like, I've never done this before. What are you talking about? Who do I ask? What do I do? Like, no, go, go and ask... Um, who was that? I asked again. Um, it was Bell. Yes, Bell with the. There's many Bells. The one with the Japanese symbols in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked, and it 
took a while, but they eventually came back to me and they said I can have a spot. Um, so that's, that was great. Mm-hmm. But I did not know how to T10 at all. So the event came, and when they said it was extended, I I I, I took off from work, so I kind of wasn't too worried about time. But I was definitely worried if I could do like long-term tiering. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a bit of background information, if people probably already know because I always complain about this in servers. But I, I have I had a bike accident a few Ooh. years ago and I had an operation on my left hand. So after a few hours, my left hand does not vibe with long long hours on, on tiering. Mm. So I, I normally have some anti-inflammatories here and then I try to vibe further. And I've also learned to switch between thumb and index, which helps a lot. But when that event came, I didn't know any of that. I didn't take half any inflammato- anti-inflammatories and I was only playing thumb. I'm, I'm mostly a thumb player. Uh-huh. And in this case, halfway through i i had to stop and a total was like are you are you, you going to be able to like play this event further and i'm like i don't know and i just went to take a shower cried a little bit and then came back like okay uh you know what i've just made up my mind in the shower i'm gonna try index <laughs> <laughs> oh boy but like again like that was again that's that's a pretty big decision to suddenly go from like a t100 to t10 right so you know, was that initial, like, I imagine, again, initial grind was pretty taxing, not only you mentioned physically, but uh, mentally as well, right? Yeah, I think when I, I got a really good lead, um, for some reason, when I, because I, I heard so much about Homie, right? Mm-hmm. And when I saw Homie come up the rankings and, like, pass everyone below me, because I, I the first few days I grinded very hard. I think mm-hmm. I got up to, like, uh, I was on third spot for a while. Um, and I saw a homie coming up and then I started bolting because I thought, what if other snipers come as well? Because like the event has been extended and I definitely know homie has got way more experience than me. So I started bolting when I saw him coming up, but then I, my heart, hand started hurting again. And it was mm. terrible times. Um, but then eventually I saw him like calming down. I was like, okay, it's, I think I'm fine now. I, I secured like a 2 million lead or something. I don't think it would be too much of a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and also, again, I from what I've heard in that event, most people kind of like gentle, it's like a gentleman agreement that like, uh, you know, for the second half of that extended event. So again, for Have a Good Halloween, it was supposed to be a six day event, but extended it to 12 days because of issues with an update and that kind of started the the whole Ian Dory kind of shenanigans with the scheduling and such. But um, I, from what I've heard, I remember like sort of like the latter half, the latter six days that were added, not a lot of people really played. They just kind of like chilled. And I think it all kind of worked out in the end, though. So I'm not sure if that's what, like how you felt as well. Yeah, I at some stage realized that people weren't playing anymore yeah and i i really dislike sitting here because i already booked leave right and yeah i wasn't like i i didn't when i heard the event was extended i had i've i'm like one of those people who never take off work ever i have like 20 days leave almost at any single time that you can ask me right and i told my manager please can i have more days off like i just straight up said i i, I can't just do these amounts of days i know i asked for this but i need more and i told them straight up i'm doing a tournament like they know about Bang Dream, and I've, I've done. I would come from a League of Legends competitive esports background mm-hmm. as well, so I've, I've taken leave before for competitive gaming. So they know by now if I ask. That's most of the time when I ask for leave. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So most of the event, when I realized people weren't playing anymore, I just kept I kept formatting for T100 people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember this, like me, Coop, and Cess were like going for flame, trying for flame to see one another, and the and the Titan rather will just fill for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, for so the most of the the last few days, I, I was just filling until I've did, uh, figured out what park I wanted to do. My first park ever. Sorry to. Uh, Crump and Riley, who had to endure that, I've disconnected <laughs> many times. Fierce live parking. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's well, that's well, that's really cool, Sinister. Just see, like someone who, like you know, again, someone who relatively recently got into the game and, and get a T uh, ten title just like that. I think for a lot of our our listeners out there who are maybe new to the game, that's pretty inspirational, especially with all the the obstacles that you had to go through, but you were able to do it. So. Um, big props to you, and of course, it just shows how much uh, of a, a big Roka fan you are, and how much that you wanted to do it for her. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I actually at some stage wanted to try and see if I can get T three, but there was a little bit of miscommunication in in the T ten chat, and I said because T three was there's a lot two people dropped, and T three was pretty two T two was already taken, but T three mm-hmm. was pretty much open at that stage, mm-hmm. but. Emmy joined like a few days before the event started, and I think they gave the um, T3 to her, mm-hmm. but they didn't officially like say and announce that it was hers. Mm-hmm. So I said like, if I can, if I can like get Rocker very early on, I'm gonna try and go for T3, and I got to, and like I said, my initial sprint, I went all the way up to to third, mm-hmm. and then kind of went into a little bit of a breakdown because of my hand, and mm-hmm. then recovered. But yeah, that's uh, that's how that went. Okay. Well, again, this just shows again once more, right? Just even with someone with a, a fresh fresh account, not ne- necessarily the best uh, resources out there, you're able to to do what you can. So um, yeah, big props to you, Cindy, on that. That's a, a really really cool story. Hey everyone, it's Phil here. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. As a reminder, the Refill Studio is available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And feel free to subscribe to your favorite platform so that you're up to date with all the weekly episodes. And if you really enjoy it, feel free to leave a comment and give a high rating on any of the platforms you use. All that support is greatly appreciated. If you really want to support my content and the Refill Studio, consider joining the Filler Nation by either subscribing to my Twitch channel or by joining the Patreon. Uh, links in the description below. Any support uh, is greatly appreciated. And again, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to all the Filler Nation members who've been constantly supporting me and you'll be featured in this video every time. So uh, definitely check it out if you are interested. And for our Filler Nation members, again, I greatly appreciate your support. We have a channel, the Refill Academy VODs channel, where there'll be uh, vods of my streams as well as possible other side projects on the side so uh, check out the card above if you'd like to subscribe and check out other content that i may be doing in the future and of course feel free to join the unga academy discord server links in the description below so that you could be up to date with uh, the live recordings of the refill studio podcast as well as contribute to the studio question uh, that happens in every episode so check it out and thank you all so much for support uh, the Refill Studio episode will resume shortly. And Frost, you you already kind of mentioned earlier, like about how Cine, like it's really interesting how like a T10 was filling for like T100s, which is usually it's backwards. But I'm guessing that's how you two <laughs> kind of first knew each other a little bit. Um, 
that that's kind of like how it all, all started? Or was it mostly when the two of you started tearing from the past together that you really got to like know each other and uh, and such? No, it actually started with uh, uh, Rust part two. Rust part two, yeah, yeah. So I was I was in a Rust part two server, but I can't remember exactly what conversation brought me here, right? But at some stage, I was asking like questions about what's what's happening here on like mm. oh yes, I think it was CNC. So right, I, I joined CNC back with Railgun. Um, mm. Neon invited me because I I filled a lot of hours in, in Railgun as well. I was like permanently in the voice chat as well and everything. So <laughs> Neon invited me to to see it and see and that's one of the first times where um i started like realizing what sniping was and stuff like that i think that's what brought on the conversation right so daniel who's also in cnc um gave me a link and was like hey there's uh people are gonna try and like snipe on this other server <laughs> if you want to help you can join right and i joined um not really knowing i i was in both servers now first of all i was like is this allowed like can i be in two servers because i've heard some chatter on that people don't like it or or whatever and obviously i've read rules about um not leaking or whatever it's like no you can stay in both it's fine um as long as you don't like leak anything mm -hmm. i'm like okay cool so I, I stayed in both but i ended up like i don't remember the hours i played but in in the Rust Part 2 server, I switched from like room one and two the whole time, like playing with Quapsol and and Frost and Cess like the whole time. I, I did a lot of hours in that server. Mm. And that's that's where I also learned about sniping mostly. Um so that that's where I learned uh learned about Frost for the first time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's well, what's good? And Frost, uh, uh again, uh anything you want to add in terms of uh, you know how how did that experience go? We didn't actually talk about that that T one because yeah, that was I your first T one. But uh, I haven't really talked about anything rasterly just event. Yeah. So yet. so how did that all all kind of ended up? How did that transpire? That's a it's a good good transition. So so how did that all kind of transpire? <laughs> okay. So first we're gonna need to go back to the first Ras event actually, which mm -hmm. is Ras part one. Mm -hmm. So back then, uh, yeah, this is the first Ras event. So. My prior my priority back then was really just to get the Rast cards. So I got uh lock early, then I got layer. So I had a team that could give like eighty times four three hundred twenty percent plus something like that. Three hundred sixty, I think. I forgot how much last part one bonus is because it's different since you need you you get like eighty percent per matching attribute and member back then. Mm -hmm. So, a full team of cool ass would give you like four hundred percent. So that's how crucial the team building for that event was. So back then, uh, me and Seth was were just like playing as high as we can. We're, we're just trying, originally aiming just for top one hundred because ras event we like ras. Then I roomed with uh, Kevs and Danny. Then eventually the four of us were were like rising in the leaderboards and eventually all of us were in the top 10 and we're like maybe we can maintain this <laughs> until the end of the event so <laughs> from then on we, we tried playing as hard as we can like 10 hours from that point on because our reasoning was that was that this is the first last event guys we need to make this active we need to make this as high as we can yep. at the same time uh we like seeing huge numbers every two minutes like each game button would give you like around 20k API, if I remember correctly, something like that. So it's really nice looking at the increase in numbers. So we just went 
on and on, played on and on and on and on. Until it came to a point where there's like 12 of us fighting for the top 10. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, this is probably one of the most interesting events that I've played because during the event, uh, I wasn't part of the main server. I wasn't uh-huh. uh, really part. I wasn't even in PubCourt back then because because I got the strikes for the pub villain thing <laughs> a few no. months ago. Yeah, so I have says like, yo, go in PubCourt, post this room code, then let's get some people to fill for us, stuff like that. I was coordinating with Cess on how we we would do the event. Then eventually we met uh, someone in the leader in the top the leader leaderboards named F to Piras. So I was playing with F to Piras, and I, I noticed quickly like. This person is very efficient. Like he he menus really fast. He refills like at the same time as us. He sync he sinks the refills. He would uh he would miss he would intentionally drop the full combo. Something that isn't really wide. I I don't know. I feel like it's not really common knowledge back then. Mm-hmm. Or I don't I don't know nowadays because a lot of people are in the tiering service. And yeah, he he's okay with like starting with less than five people, and you know the the efficiency stuff that tiering servers usually do. Yeah. He's familiar with everything, and I talk to him like, by any chance, uh, do you have any tiering server experience before? I I DM F two Piras, and he was like, oh, this is this is like uh, an experiment thing. This is not us- This is not actually my main account. Then I was like. Holy shit! I kind of remember someone chatting in PubCord, someone boomer that chat that used the chat out of nowhere, and I couldn't remember who it was. I had to ask a PubCord mod to to backtrack the the delete logs to check on who was chatting on the on that channel, and we found out that it was Holorin all this time. Holor to give a brief background, Holorin was is a Hello Happy World wheel, like. If I remember correctly, he did like five podium for five podium finishes for all for each member. Or not really, but for in general, Hello Happy World events. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Yo, this is this is like playing with some with a legend, <laughs> like someone <laughs> who who unretired for just this event." Yeah, and. Not a lot of people knew it back then because he was just F to Piras at the leaderboard. So yeah, that that was fun. And at the same time, uh, one of the snipers that we had in the top ten is Danny, the top one summer glow. So, uh, during this time he had to stop playing for a while because of work. So he had to play catch up eventually. And one of one of the the competitors that he's trying to snipe is actually we found out we noticed that every time we pop into this person we would see him ap songs like 100 percent ap and given that given uh provided the uptime that he had during this event like it's kind of impossible that you're maintaining this level of accuracy during these hours mm-hmm. so yeah, and then we came to the conclusion that this person was using mods or bots. Mm-hmm. So Danny was playing against someone who's using bots, and he's behind by like a day or two. So on the last day, uh, I contacted uh, Holorin, me, says Danny, and then I also included Quapsel in our group because he's the last 
human person competing for the top 10. Yeah. <laughs> Other than the people and uh, already in the main tiering server. Mm-hmm. So the five of us went, uh, made uh, a Discord ch- chat group. And there we tried to run as fast as we can from the botter. Though eventually the botter got boated and at the same time he got banned by Lucia as well. Wow. <laughs> so that sucks for him. <laughs> He voted, he voted, he voted, he, he got banned. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a really roller coaster of emotions back then because, yeah, there's a sniping guy, there's an unretiring wheel who who played again just for this specific event, then there's mm-hmm. a botter we had to outrun, stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. the competition got intense, so intense that. If you don't have a 400% ban, you're most likely gonna get voted. Like, I, I remember someone from the main server dropped because they didn't have a really good ban to, mm-hmm. to keep up with the, with the rates everyone else is going. So, yeah, that's, uh, that was a really fun event. <laughs> and and I, the most, I think it's one of the most interesting ones that I have had. And then I imagine for us that, uh, you know, when you were cheering with these so-called legends, right? As you mentioned, right? These legendary people um, together in that event. That, that may have influenced your decision to maybe try for part two, I imagine. <laughs> okay, so after the event, like, okay. Oh, we're done with part one. Then we're, then I'm kind of looking at the part two titles and I'm like, this, uh, these titles look really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of want to try this one. So I talked to this and... Yo, let's snipe. Let's snipe part two. I'll I'll make a server this time so that we don't need to rely on popcorn all the time. Then I messaged uh the sniping gang on part one. Like except for Hollerin because Hollerin already uninstalled. He said he's done done with the game after Rust part one. Mm-hmm. So I contacted Danny Quapselses and me, and I, then like yo, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's snipe. Let's snipe. Then eventually the event came and we tried to keep the sniping a secret as much as we can, but you know how that usually works. It doesn't really work. <laughs> like mm-hmm. word spreads so fast na- nowadays. But yeah, we tried to limit the number of people we invite. We don't tell anyone of our goals exactly. So we just wanted to snipe the event. We don't we're we're not really aiming for a specific rank back then. Like I wasn't really thinking of top one back then back then I, all i was thinking was i want to make this event really interesting i want to snipe i want to play as much as i can i just want to play <laughs> i want to play for us mm-hmm. i want to play so that was my thinking back then and eventually the three of us like got into the top of the leader- leaderboards and then yeah we just talked about like who wants to, to get you one are you fine with getting this title okay are you fine with getting this title okay that's then okay this is the event then the funny thing in this event, if I would recall correctly, like <laughs> I was trying to subtly recruit top 10 runners because uh, my logic most of the time when running for an event is that the top 10 runners would usually be your most consistent fillers mm-hmm. because most chances are they would play as much as you would need to, like the uh, as much as the podium runners would need. 
So if I want to run for an event, first of all, I would need to assemble like a good set of Titan runners. So one of the players I have tried to reach out to was Goon. <laughs> and I remember the conversation going like, yo, uh, are you planning for top 10 on this event? Like that. So Goon said like, yeah, yeah, I'm planning for this event. I you want, they want me to invite you to a server, to this server. I'm I'm part of this person's roster. Oh. Then I'm like, okay, I can't invite you to my roster now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Actually, I'm gonna think of. I'm still thinking about it. Maybe if I get good gacha, maybe I'll try to run for it. But back in my mind, I have a spark ready. <laughs> I'm ready to spark this event. I'm ready to run for this event. Oh, <laughs> but boy. I can't really exactly tell them that we're competing because I want this to be a snipe. I want this event to be like, uh, as one of my mods have mentioned, like because there was a point where I'm contemplating if I want to make the server public or if I still want to remain kind of low-key. Mm-hmm. So one of my mods said that, just keep it low-key because... Uh, the other server won't be prepared for your attack. So it's kind of like, they said that it's kind of like a psychological thing. So you would have an advantage because you would know that you're planning to snipe then. And back then, we didn't know that the roster for the other server actually were just gone. Mm. So we could have probably just invited Goon anyway to our roster and stuff will not change. But I didn't know that information, so... We went with the event. we went through the event like that, and it was really fun. We came to a point where we were avoiding A to Z because of the no. I just hate A to Z, just but yeah, but yeah. In, in addition to uh, hating this, hating playing the song, uh, there is a band XP bug with the song. Like you're not getting as much band XP when compared to playing the new songs. Mm-hmm. Though at that point, I didn't really care that much for Band XP because Rank 50 was, if I remember correctly, Rank 50 wasn't announced yet yeah. in JP. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just didn't want to play e 2 c So we had to play, I think we played Kasabota for a lot of, yeah. for, yeah, for a long time in the room. I flamed this T100 that event. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cine was one of our most consistent fillers back then. Mm-hmm. So this is the time where we interact. We first interacted, and Cine was really fun to have in the server because he would always be supportive of everything happening in the server. Like if G2 needs a filler, like one of our T10 runners. Since eventually we had six T10 runners, uh, Caster and Nakoya eventually joined our roster. Mm-hmm. So someone had to leave the G1 and go to G2. So Cine would always be there to fill for it. And most of the time, it's Cine and Quap vibing in the G2, playing whatever songs they like, if I remember that correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. Well, so, so yeah, that's how part two happened. And it seemed like a pretty, you know, relatively smooth sailing uh, T1 then at the end. Yeah, actually, I spent more in getting a power layer than the, the than in the reviews, fair reviews that I had. Yeah, gotcha. I think I spent like since I spark since I spark layer, it's like seventy five thousand for gacha mm-hmm. around that. Probably more or less since I did 
more dailies and stuff. Yeah. And then the amount of resources I spent on refills was actually around only 40,000 stars. Only 40,000 stars? The, yeah, yeah. And uh, one of the reasons for this is that this is the first event that got shortened in EN. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's uh, right. The event duration was only five days. So yes. le- shorter event means uh, shorter time to play means shorter resources needed to tier. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well... That again, what a what a really cool story to get your first T one and like just be able to share a lot of unique insight on various parts of the of the tiering. So, uh, big props to you that on 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 that frost for sure. That's uh you know quite cool. Um, so in the interest of time, we're 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 going to briefly talk about a uh, little bit about your 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 recent experience together because uh, Little Rose Harmony um is. A recent event that just happened. Frost, you got another first place. Where City, you got your first uh, podium um, in that event. So maybe the two of you, maybe I, you know, jump in at any point. But maybe the two of you talk about how did that planning for that event go? Going for Little Rose Harmony. How did you two end up planning to to go for that event? How did you two work together uh, to make that um, that event happen and, and get your titles together? Okay, so I'm not I'm not 100 sure about how the roster was made initially. But <laughs> when I when I initially joined the game, like all of the new Russ and all the new character events were starting to like come out and being announced, and obviously I, I decided to join Halloween. I was going to T100 that, but I actually I actually thought about maybe like what if in the future I can because like I said I came from a League of Legends background and competitive playing so I, I don't want to necessarily mess around I was thinking about what what can I do like the best in this game type thing you know and I thought well, I really would like to top ten that I didn't in, initially think um, any podium or anything like that um, so there was initially a server created but it almost immediately merged with um, House of Wales and they already had a lot of people on the roster on their side as well and they merged so when i asked they immediately said roster was capped and at that stage not immediately but i was like okay i'm just gonna top 100 this but as the time got closer and especially after my rockaween uh, fourth place i was like i'm i'm going to i'm going to go as hard as i can on little rose and i'm going to snipe it that after after i did rust part two I, I got a lot of experience with with sniping. I've helped um, Title Idol. I've helped Sue get his his place in, in sniping, and I've helped um, in the fan road uh, snipes. I've I've helped a fair bit of people. I helped Mal recently in um, Harmony and Change. So I've, I think I've had a, a bit of ex- experience. But I was like, I've, if they don't want to put me in the roster because they said it was capped, right? But they'll let me know if there's is if there's a spot. I was 100% going to snipe that event. I don't know how how high I would have gotten, even if it was if it was just the top ten. That was my plans. And then not too long ago, just before Fan Road, Vladimir Lemon messaged me and said he was uh, they were going to drop the um, the podium for that event, and if I wanted this spot, and well, obviously very <laughs> hit off my feet. I was going to snipe it, and then suddenly I get offered a podium spot. Um, and I didn't have the most amazing team pre-gotcha. Uh, because I, I didn't get um 
Mashiro. So that's a that's a one star you have to deal with. Uh, post. What, what, what do you mean your team is a lot better than? <laughs> yeah, but you see, that's after after I did gotcha frost because you know I was gonna wail for for Roka this time. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't going to to because I didn't get Roka for lock on during from the past, and I didn't get um the first Roka on Ross part one either, even though I got pretty close to spark for both of them. Mm-hmm. Rust part one, I literally didn't have a choice because I already spent a, a, a bit of money on the game and it was literally all of my free stars I saved up since I started playing the game in January. Mm-hmm. I, I spent everything and burned all my cans to get my T100 and get no lock. So, and that T100 was expensive as far as I'm concerned because mm-hmm. even if you like went to more or less the cutoff at the end, the last... 30 minutes of that event was the hugest T100 Nyom I've seen in my life, I think. Mm. At one stage, we were like, I think, 60th. And within like five five to 10 minutes, we were, we were like 90th. We were like wow. almost boated. It was it was very fast. So we meet Crimson and uh, Rainbow, I think, made like a quick lobby and, and got back. But anyways, going off topic. Um yeah, so I, that's how I got into to that event. And then closer to the event recently, uh, another podium dropped. And Frost also had the option to, like, I don't know if he wants to take over on, on this part of the story. <laughs> okay, so uh, I was part of the podium roster mm. in ZP server. So ZP server was the one that is in the House of Wheels. Mm. So I have decided to podium this event because i wanted like a podium title for each of the members of ras mm-hmm. so and initially i already planned to go for top 10 for this event with Kali. however unfortunately he wasn't able to play anymore because of studies uh we we were kind of memeing this event because uh mashiro is like one of my least favorite girls then Kali had due to us one of his less, least favorite girls. So we we wanted to do this because it has both Mashiro and Shudo at the same time. <laughs> so we were kind of memeing like, it's going to be dead. JP Titan was dead. It's, it's going to be dead on EN. So we, we're, we're going to go for top 10. But unfortunately, he wasn't able to play at all. Mm-hmm. Then I was part of ZP's roster and I was already considering dropping for the event because uh, I tried putting for uh, DF Chutu, which is like, one event before this little rose, mm-hmm. and I kinda overspent Uh-oh. a little bit on Gacha again. The usual thought, right? <laughs> so I was already considering of dropping the event because I'm still saving for a future event, mm-hmm. and this might impact my resources. And then when I was about to message, uh, I, I'm already talking to Sini that. Yo, I might drop this event. You, you, you might go for. You can go for T two if I drop this event. So, stuff like that. When I was about to message Zippy, uh, she actually pinged all her runners in the server and said that she didn't get Truther in the DF banner, and because of that, they they need to drop the event. So back then I was like, okay, there's an opportunity for a new one. <laughs> am I am I gonna pick this up? But I'm probably going to spend a bit for the T1 title. But then again, it's another T1 title, and I don't know, I kind of want it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, just, I, I messaged Sini back. 
Sydney again that okay, change of plans, change of plans. <laughs> Would you like to use the Rust part to server to <laughs> to cheer this event? <laughs> anyway, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to contact uh, other people who might be interested in going for Titan, and I'll also tell ZP to announce in the server that okay, the server will move from this server to the Rust part to server, and those interested in going for Titan can DM me. So I message some of the uh people, the Rust fans that I know who kind of uh, tear impulsively, like Riley, Dia, Goon. Mm-hmm. I, I DM each of them asking, yo, wanna be part of my Titan roster? Stuff like that. Like, this is happening like one event, one before. event, one or yeah, two like events a week prior before, to yeah. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm kind of in a rush of looking for uh, for runners because like I mentioned before, before, like the most important part of your server is probably going to be your Titan runners. You can have a server with almost no fillers, but you can rely on your Titan runners most of the time, mm-hmm. unless Titan is that dead. <laughs> yeah. So that, that that's the philosophy I'm going with. That's why I always want to recruit good Titan runners. Mm-hmm. So eventually the drop Goon said, doesn't want to play so and fortunately two newcomers approached me and said they're interested in going for the event so i went through like the basic efficiency rules and told them okay you're gonna be my runner but follow these rules okay you're gonna be my runner do this do that when the when the event starts then yeah that's how the roster got formed (laughs) wow wow that's 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 quite cool. Again, it's like really interesting to see, to see a different perspective where you know uh, an event was supposed to happen and we already have like everything all kind of set up, but then like the the, the initial runner dropped. So then like you know people are kind of scrambling to find like oh okay well I guess we have to try and find a second plan and make sure like something's built and otherwise it's just going to be a a huge pub fest and it's not the most fun. But uh, um, well, to be fair, pub fest. It's actually funny to yourself. Like I've been, I've seen an event before, like uh, Eve June Bride, if mm-hmm. you remember correctly. Like most of the people there played only on pubs because mm-hmm. the only server going for it is kind of small and it's lacking in filler. So mm-hmm. eventually, everyone just played pub court throughout the whole through the majority of see. the event. But but yeah, that's uh that's a different thing. But playing in a server is also quite nice. This is also the first event where I tried to. I had the idea of trying to stream it in Twitch. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is an interesting uh, stream. Like, letting showing people how going for a podium run feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and from then, from that point on, they dubbed me as the scuffed streamer because everything <laughs> is scuffed in my stream. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair that's fair but again all three of us are actually streamers so it's pretty pretty neat to see that that perspective maybe one day we'll all uh join together and uh stream a, a, a tiering session maybe we'll see <laughs> I, I continue that, my, uh, my my uh my uh thing of filling wall in a, a t10 plus though i <laughs> i played i think until the second last day mm-hmm. and then the last million ep i did flameless i put on carry team as well and then helped other people who needed help mm-hmm. 
the the event was so that that there was a point where uh everyone in the top 10 roster was just chilling around like i was using a power as team just to increase my band xp then cine was doing flameless carrying in the lobby (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh, again, I think overall, though, it was a, like a last minute kind of pl- uh, plan. But I think with both of you, with your experience in tiering uh, in various different backgrounds and again, the fact that you two eventually knew each other and, and knew how, uh, you know, tiering works. It was a pretty, again, a, a pretty smooth sailing um, event overall. I, I imagine it probably one of the more more relaxing titles the two of you got, despite being like, you know, one and two. It sounds really nice, but it's probably one of the more relaxing events. Yeah. yeah, if if you would check the records for the top ten EP throughout the EN history, like my this T one is like ranking third to the last wow. for live goals. Then the other podium spots are like last. <laughs> oh jeez. Or it's like the cheapest one, I guess. Cheapest live goals podium. I mean, it's still fun. Like Cine did play a lot, even the, oh, despite yeah, having sure. the total EP. Like, I, I, the, the would... night, yeah, the one night I had nightmares, I was going to sleep a full night. And I, I don't know what... I've been also... Because I work night shift in South African time, um, I sort of have an American time zone still. Oh. But at that specific day, I wanted to have normal sleeping hours. So I went to sleep while it was dark, which I never do. And I woke up like an hour later with horrible zombie nightmares. Not even lying. You can ask the people on the server. Um, vividly remember them even. So I was couldn't sleep for that. I just got up after having only like one hour of sleep. And by the way, I also went for a work interview that day as well. <laughs> while I had T2. But I got no sleep. Worked, went to the work interview. Played the whole day. Tried to get some sleep. Got no sleep. Wake up again. And I was like, I'm going to just tear again. Oh, man. It was horrible, but uh, yeah, that's what happens when you have bad sleep schedules and then come from work and try to tear. Yeah. Again, hey, at least you, the interview went to us. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I was... Had, uh, no, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was just saying that uh, at that time, Sini also had a job interview back then. Mm-hmm. So he had to manage like sleep, tearing, preparing for the interview and tearing again. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it was really impressive how Sini did this podium. I he was also uh majority of the support that we had was because of him. Like if he filled for these people and because of that he was able to invite them to the server. And he was also the one I think who contributed a lot to modding the server while we were tearing. And at the, on top of that, he was also carrying the other runners in the server. Like, not even necessarily top 10 runners. He was carrying, like, the flameless T50 gang with his carry team. Yeah. And if you check his graph in Best Story, actually, you would see the the tiny steps of the flameless games that he did. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Everything he did was just impressive for that event. Wow. Wow. I, I actually, because of the disappointment of Rust P1, not getting Roka and almost being boated and having literally no cans or stars left on my account. I was very demotivated to play the game up until um, Railgun. Um, and then Neon, well, I, I got invited. I think I think I was in the server at that stage. But mm. I, at that stage, I was just going to like T1K that event as well. 
But I don't know, something about a Toto and Neon got me fired up that event again. And from there, I was very motivated to play again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, honestly, again, I, I think I, I always like make it sound like it's easy. But as you can see, there's a lot of things that are balancing. Right? You're balancing like, you know, you're possibly balancing work, balancing possibly helping other people, um, balancing, you know, moder- moderating the server as well. So, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, it kind of I might make it sound like it was you know, pretty easy. But again, it, it required a lot of hard work from both of you. So big congrats on to both of you on that achievement. It's great to hear. Um, that you were able to achieve those titles, even with such short prep time, the fact that you were able to do it um, and make it almost sound easy. But uh, again, it wasn't easy. But uh, again, big props to you two. It, it was a really good, well uh, earned, well job uh, uh, of getting a, a, a well deserved title um, recently. Yeah, I, I have a very supportive nature when it comes to stuff like that. So um, Maddie was struggling on third place because she was feeling very sick. Mm-hmm. And I I haven't played a lot at that stage. I wasn't very secured, I would say. And for about four or five hours, I switched to my carry team anyways. I was mm-hmm. like, I understand you're not feeling well, so I'm, I'm going to stay up and help you a bit, you know? So it, I always try to put other people first when it, when it comes to tearing and helping. Good guy, Sydney. Yep, good guy, Sydney. Yeah, very, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Yeah, good, good. Also, uh, also it, it doesn't help that uh, I am the type of person who would like compute for the worst case scenario and let the people know in, in my roster like, yo, if someone snipe with this rate, they will catch up to you in just this amount of hours. And I would kind of like scare my runners it, for it, them to kind yeah, of play or stuff like that. Just to be <laughs> aware that, yo, sniping is still possible. But But then again... Yeah, it was a smooth sailing event. Yeah, fortunately, it, it's kind of funny. It's like it's a little bit of like different personality. Like, what Wolf City kind of feels like a like a hero in a sense. Frost, you definitely have like a villain vibe. So it's like pretty funny to see that like you know <laughs> both of you are like working together in the same event. It's pretty funny. Okay, so this is one of the thing that drew me to Ras. Actually, like of all the bands in the game, like Ras gives off like the most villain vibe. <laughs> like. They have this cool, cool personas. Yeah. Then their aesthetics, like though, like you could imagine them like with glowing eyes and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely. Well, I'm a poppy buffer, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so again, both of you, thank you so much for taking the time to share that experience. And uh, just before we go, and before I let you go in the, in the studio, uh, I asked um, every week in the podcast, I always ask my studio, or, or sorry, my uh, studio question to my Discord server members, where we discuss a really uh, cool, interesting discussion about a particular question. And I had some of our members uh, answer this question, and all their answers will be shown in the video um, on YouTube. I'll ask the question very briefly to you two as well. Um, and the question was, uh, what is your favorite um, event type to tier? Um, so VS Live, Challenge Live, Mission Live, all that stuff. Like, you know, maybe briefly answer, like, ask me, what is your favorite mission, uh, live type and why? I always, I always preach about this everywhere I go. <laughs> the best event type is versus live. Mm-hmm. It's a great I, I, I was actually just talking about this in PubCord like a few minutes ago. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just have done several points on why versus live is the best event so first is uh in terms of pubbing you don't need to you don't have to care if the pubs dc or die 
like they can die whatever they want they can do whatever they want as long as you have locked in your song you're good to go and that's the second thing as well they can't dodge your song picks i can pick savior of song every day all day on versus live and no one can do anything about it yep and with the recent update if you disconnect like uh in the mid game like for example you got a battery note if you got mm. disconnected uh the reduction in event points is not that much because you will only lose placement points you will still get the full ep for completing the whole song mm-hmm. so placement points is like around 30 ep difference like first place gets 60 fifth place goes gets fifth if you dc you're automatically fifth so you lose 30 ep times 15 flames on Three flames, so it's like 450 EP lost if you accidentally disconnect in a live, which is which isn't that bad mm-hmm. to be honest. Then you also get free cans, <laughs> like you convert your natural regen flames into marina box cans, and if you're te- tearing high, you don't need to have like four or five people. You just need one more person to room with you. You can start this. You can start the room with just the two of you and get fourth place it, because you you would only lose like 26 ep something like mm-hmm. that so it isn't that bad versus risking a pub with anti-meta song yeah. so you're better off with just going for a to z with two people a to z with two people so this goes yeah. that and finally the best part about versus live is that you get to stomp on pubs because i really really want to get the venture on bad pubs that's why that's the main reason why i made the pub villain persona back then because i'm tired of bad pubs <laughs> I-, i love how you had like almost like a thorough essay and thesis already to explain your answer for this yes, question because i i always talk to people about this <laughs> versus live is the best event that period period but Yeah, things will change when the new EP formula in JP comes, but mm-hmm. that's a discussion for another day, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree with everything Frost said. Plus, Mission Live is uh, is very crappy to park. I hate it so much. <laughs> 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 worse than VS Live. At least I control my friends a little bit by asking them to room with me to park. But Mission Live, no. I mean, even you struggled for, and you made the the, the document on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, my first time trying to park with Mission Live was the uh, last part one, and if you see my EP there, it's thirty nine 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 nine. I originally <laughs> intended to go for f- flat forty million, but I messed up somewhere, and I, I didn't have much time to play again. So I just, you know what, this is intended. <laughs> <laughs> this part is completely intended. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah. But. I on, honestly, yeah, it's it's hard not to argue. Uh, it's hard to argue the VS Live. There's a lot of great advantages of it um, compared to uh, other lives, and of course, there's going to be new lives entering the 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 game soon with uh, you know medley lives, team lives. We'll see how those go um, when they get added. But uh, again, if you anyone the listeners out there or viewers out there uh, want to contribute to maybe the reason why you like maybe challenge lives or, or mission lives, uh, uh, let us know. Um, well, in the comments below. Yeah, I would say one thing fun about Challenge Life is if you're just watching the top 10 race and you see someone sniping from behind, because I see this a lot of times where a random pub goes for Titan and they think that they're already safe. Then an, an experienced tier suddenly goes up and boats them last minute. So that's the fun thing about Challenge Life, I guess. 
Challenge Life is a good spectacle uh, kind of event to see, but not so much to to tear yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's stressful, but it's fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I imagine stuff like you know, uh, Team Live and Medley Live is going to be really interesting to watch as well in the future. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, again, for both of our special guests, thank you all so much for taking the time to join us today um, in the studio. Um, our set was a little uh, longer than expected. We might have hit some, uh, you know, some maybe some pub uh, anti-meta songs in the middle, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, just before we go, maybe for both of you, just briefly um, give, a sh- give any shout outs or, you know, where we could follow you and also uh, maybe any future events that um you know you want to you may plan on doing if you want to if you want to share them you don't have to share them if you don't want to um but uh Cindy, we'll start with you maybe you know shout outs uh where we could follow you and uh future events that you may want to share shout out to the people by the way because it's always hard to get help in pub court so shout out to the people who helped me in the beginning mm-hmm. uh obviously in lang before and people who took me under their wings and different kinds of servers like cnc community server and also Frost, obviously from from Ross Part Two, it's it's been great um, playing with with Frost and transitioning into that. He'll he'll tell you if there's any events that people can come. But yeah, I've I've been enjoying the 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 um the Ross Part Two server, even though the event's long gone. It's it's been a very great hangout place for for Ross fans and Bang Dream players in general. I think that's sort of become a little bit community server recently. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, following i'm on almost every social platform as sinister smiley if you've known me from anything back from 2013 as sinister smiley it's it's probably me okay <laughs> and any future events is there something you plan on in the future is that anything you want to disclose or um i only have some yeah i've i'm doing the same as frost at the moment so he okay. can say if he wants to he, he's the boss he's the, he can say if he wants to <laughs> i think it's pretty public information nowadays because i would get like dms here and there saying that yo i want to tear this event mind, mind if i join your server mm-hmm. and, yeah sure well, how, how, how are you going do you have experience prior to this doing server so yeah i think we can announce that we're actually going for a summer as so mm. i believe that event will is gonna be pretty competitive and mm-hmm. i'm expecting it to be a fun event for, for everyone all right all right. So, yeah. And uh, shout out. Wait, wait. Shout out. So, first of all, I would like to thank Phil for inviting us. Thank you for all the listeners for enduring my two-hour rambling. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all good. All good. <laughs> and uh, to the people who have always supported me throughout my whole boundary journey, like from different services, like from uh ntr like we, we name the server ntr because it's like no to this person the person's name starts with an r so we thought it mm-hmm. was just a fun name mm-hmm. so there's simcord there's uh the to server says Quap, sini danny caster and everyone in the server I, I i wouldn't be able to have this much fun in the event without these people Mm-hmm. And for my socials, mostly you can you can find me on Twitch, Frostpage underscore. If you want to watch some scuffed streams, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I also have Twitter, Frostpage underscore. I think. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. But yeah, I and... rarely tweet nowadays, but I'll try to use the 
platform again as much as I can. Then I also have a YouTube channel which doesn't really have anything at the moment, but I plan to make videos soon, mostly related to Bandory, I guess, which is uh, FrostPH, just FrostPH. And yeah, the icon is like the guy with the hood with no face because I'm a wee black that I don't like to show my face <laughs> that much. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, again, both of you, thank you all so much for taking the time to join the studio today. Um, and again, all the your socials will be in the description of this video below. So again, for our listeners out there, want to uh, maybe follow our, our, our guests and be able to interact with them and maybe even help them in their future goals, um, definitely check them out below. Um, but yeah, um, this will conclude our set. Thank you all so much for listening uh, to this episode of the Refill Studio. Our set has been complete. Uh, make sure you play your VS Live so you can get your cans ready and we can <laughs> refill to the next set uh, when that time comes. But uh, until then, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Of course, uh, Refill Studio is on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, don't forget to join the Academy Discord server uh, to contribute to the studio question and interact with our special guests featured um, on this podcast. So um, take care, everyone. We'll see y'all in the next set. Bye-bye, everyone. Let's cut it. Cheerio. Cheerio.